0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying
1: news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 58 of the Jake and Joe Show. Uh, this week we are going right into another tidbit section, which I'm looking forward to. We got really four. Really? Are you not gonna intro me?
2: For real? I'm yeah. sitting right here.
1: I usually don't. I usually don't do the I'm um, Jake. I Unle- I did last time though. Yeah. Well, I, I did that because I was because it was, you to repeat. because it was the 80s voice.
2: I'm I'm just over here. You're just waiting to be You want intro- me to do it? Yeah. All right. Authentically. <laughs> Say it like I didn't ask you to, Jake. Okay. I'm Jake. I'm Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Now you may continue. You're welcome.
1: All right, everybody. So we do have another tidbit section for you today, which is pretty exciting because we've had some positive feedback through that. So we're going to have two questions for discussion, uh, song of the week, two more questions for discussion, and then um, maybe a couple little extra things thrown in there. This might be a little bit longer of an episode. We might cut some things out. We'll see. We'll try to stay close to an hour, maybe a little over. Um, so let's, uh, get right into it. I'll hand this over to Joe because he came up with the questions.
2: I came up with all the questions, Jake, all of them.
1: That's what I insinuated by you came up with the questions.
2: (laughs) I guess you did. (laughs) I'm just being a pain pain in the butt so far. (laughs) Just reiterate, you know? (laughs) All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about in this episode of Kind of ripping off Rick and Morty there a little bit. Tidbits. Uh, we're going to talk about to clickbait or not to clickbait. That is the question. So, this topic arose because Jake and I had a conversation middle of last week, I think it was. It was more than a conversation. It was, yeah, it was more. It was, it was more a, than conflict. a conflict. It was like a debate. I wouldn't really call it a conflict because you and I don't really ever. I conflict. almost quit the show. <laughs> Wow, that sounds like you're being a little uh, clickbaity there. Jay quits the show.
1: Yeah, auditory clickbait.
2: So I wanted to name, or rather, I recommended a name for the last episode of our podcast. What did you end up naming it? Uh, it oh,
1: was... I don't know. I, I, I ended up naming it something to try. Actually, we can kind of see how the views
2: are. You ended up naming the episode Millennials Don't Exist. Yeah. And... I know that's something that you didn't want to do. You kind of did that to appease me. So, uh, the initial thought behind it was that if if you go back in our episode catalog to episode 29 uh, Five Ways to Reduce Stress, you can see that it has. Clearly, more listens than the episodes around it. Uh, Episode 30 only had 16 listens, and episode 28 had 21, and this one had 55. So it clearly got way more views. And the only thing that I could think of was that we tried a different naming schema for that episode. Instead of doing blank, blank, and blank, we just did five ways to reduce stress. Something quick, easy to read and something that would, like, pull listeners in and get their attention. So I thought, because I felt like the Millennials episode that we had just recently was a perfect chance to do this again, to experiment and see, that we could try naming it Millennials Don't Exist, to see if a shorter, simpler title would attract more attention and get more clicks. Jake, you had an issue with this. Can you please tell the listeners why? Well, to me,
1: I just felt like it was disingenuous It was... Uh like it was it was clickbaity i felt like it really was clickbaity when you when you title something for the sole purpose of getting more listens i feel like that's the definition of clickbait and i'm probably just overthinking it because we have to you know adapt and everything like that but to me it just kind of like a, a good clickbait kind of Makes people want to comment and use their emotions. So when you say things like millennials don't exist, like there's going to be people commenting. I can just envision it like people arguing in the comments. I feel like a lot of times titles like that make people want to argue or not want to argue, but it ends up turning into an argument. And that's not what I wanted us to be. Like one of my big goals of this thing was that we were transparent and uh just like open and I felt like the scheme that we have going on with the blank blank and blank maybe that is a little long maybe we could reduce it um but I felt like that kind of went hand in hand with the philosophy that I was thinking of in that you know when you read the title maybe it's long but you know what we're gonna talk about and that's that so to me coming up with something like millennials don't exist or or i think there was something else that you thought of and then we compromised on this one M-
2: maybe remember. not but i think i said millennials don't exist or uh yes i said millennials don't exist and you said maybe we could change it to oh. do millennials exist as yeah a make question. it a question instead of a statement right and then yeah. you i was like okay we can try that and then you just went ahead and did millennials don't exist yeah i
1: well. I it wasn't like
2: I was like, no, we have to do Millennials Don't right. Exist. I don't want the <laughs> listeners to think like I like bullied you into using that as a title. Right. We had a good discussion about it, for sure. Um, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with approaching titles in that manner as long as you're not doing it to start controversy. Millennials Don't Exist isn't a title that's going to be like, People are going to get mad at, especially once they listen to the episode and realize what we meant by millennials don't exist. It's not that we're saying, uh, you know, millennials, I don't know. It, it, we like were, we're saying not saying it in a negative anybody. light. No, yeah. not at all. Uh, if you listen to the episode, you'll see that we we talk about how millennials, like, it's a good thing that they technically don't exist. And like, so society has put this label on a group of people that are really no different than any other generation. And we, we went into detail and we talked about it. Right. Um but I don't I don't I don't know. I feel like advertising yourself in a smart way isn't a bad thing. Clickbait, while scummy, I guess, or cheap, is good advertising. And it gets clicks. And there are ways that you can quote unquote clickbait without being, you know, like I don't know, edgy or whatever, like the whole 15 things that guys do that drive girls wild, gone sexual. Like you don't have to be stupid like that and put stupid stuff in your titles, but like saying millennials don't exist. That's like a statement that you'll either agree with and want to see why we agree with why you agree with us Mm -hmm. or you disagree with and want to hear our side. So you listen to the podcast. I don't think that it's, I don't know. I don't think it's a negative thing.
1: Right, I can see that. It's just, like, a really fine line. And, and it's I not didn't want to run the risk of, like, not that we're popular by any means, but I didn't want to run the risk of a bad image, like a, a clickbait image. Right. I, I didn't want that.
2: I, I just... I, It's not like the title we used was dishonest in any way. We did talk about millennials not existing. It's not like it was clickbait in a manner where, like, you click on it Didn't to even see, talk about it. Right, exactly, like... <laughs> Number seven will blow your mind, and then you click on it, and number seven is like no different than any of the other items in the list. Mm. It wasn't dishonest. We we talked about why millennials don't exist. Right. I feel that I feel as though as long as we're honest, and yeah, as long as we're honest and we don't go over the top, I don't see why it's an issue.
1: Yeah, I, it's 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 not an issue. I just wanted to make sure that. We're not, like, going too far over that edge, I guess. I can see that. So, yeah, that millennials don't exist. Like, that was was an okay title. Still feeling it out, I guess.
2: Clickbait does bother me because a lot of times, I mean, most popularly it happens on YouTube with the Mm. thumbnails. Right. Where you see something where someone will put, like, a picture in the thumbnail and you click it because of that thumbnail and then that part of the video was like glossed over or they barely mentioned it or whatever. I
1: saw a Facebook article about something like, you wouldn't believe what these 15 celebrities did with a picture of, I can't remember who it was, but his general image is that he's a good person. So you're clicking it like, no way, this guy did something bad, but he wasn't even mentioned.
2: Yeah, he wasn't even on the list. So I
1: can't remember who it was, unfortunately.
2: Uh, I think I saw the same article. (laughs) I, I think it was advertised to me as well. Uh, I can't remember who it was now. I think it was like Neil Patrick Harris or someone like that.
1: I think yeah, it might have been. It might have been.
2: And I'm like, why is he on the list? He hasn't done anything.
1: Exactly. He's not a bad guy. And that's, uh, that's exactly why people would click on it.
2: I guess that about wraps up that topic. Uh, like we said, this is tidbits, so we're not going to be dwelling on anything for too long. We have a number of things we want to get through, so let's move on. This next topic kind of relates to the first one. Uh, the other day, If uh, you guys aren't local to the area, there was a manhunt in Maine. Uh, There was someone who shot a sheriff and killed him and then fled into the woods and he was hiding. Horrible thing. Horrible thing that was going on. Uh, It was like a three-day search. Tons of helicopters and uh, airplanes and stuff flying overhead. Sheriffs, stateies, FBI, Border Patrol, everywhere all over town uh, looking for this guy. And um, shortly... I'd say a day or so into all of this people's profile pictures on Facebook started to change with a little blue banner on it. That said something like I stand with the blue stripe or I support the blue stripe or whatever it was. Right.
1: It was like and a that, police lives matter. Yeah, type Yeah. Right. And
2: right. that got me thinking about the whole profile pic overlays to support your cause or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just was wondering like what your thoughts on it were, I uh, figured I could share what my thoughts on it are, and we could just go from there.
1: Well, I personally have never, ever, like, done that. Like when Neither the rainbow flag was a thing, I never did that. Right, and it's not because I was against it. Same, same with this blue stripe thing. I never, I didn't change it, and it's not because I'm against it. But it's just like it felt a little disingenuous to me. Because Going back to
2: that word again,
1: I think it's a word. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying you used it before already in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So well, Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're but, a genuine guy, Jake. Yeah. What can we say?
1: And it, it didn't seem right because I, I, I understand that people want to feel like they're part of the community. And I think that's basically what it is because you don't actually have to do anything. You just kind of like your digital self is showing support. Right. Um and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just that there's no action behind it. You could be doing something else, but I guess I guess either way like I understand why people do it. Um I wouldn't do it myself.
2: I don't I don't, I don't really know. understand why people do it. Yeah. What is why do people do it? You you said you understand why. Because what they
1: want to feel I, I imagine they want to feel like they're supporting their
2: community so are they doing it for themselves
1: i think is they're it doing it
2: like a selfish thing like i look don't at think me, it's selfish i support I, this i would
1: really hope not because I mean, you're
2: not it's not accomplishing anything right. at all it's not like you're supporting the police by going out and like donating time to, and food and water right. like people did exactly like it's not like you're going out and physically doing anything you're right. simply changing a picture which is Basically the first thing anyone sees about you on Facebook is your picture. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think that the only reason people are doing it is to kind of like say something about or make themselves feel better. You know doing it for themselves.
1: I have not to stray too far, but I have very similar feelings when a celebrity dies. Even a minor celebrity and And people people go crazy. Yeah. You know, like let's be real, you don't know them. And this is this is different because the uh Sheriff deputy that was killed was a community member. Yeah, she was ingrained in the community. Really seemed like a great guy. I never met him. him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She uh, apparently he went into owls all the time. Oh yeah. And uh, they they all knew him in there and stuff like that. So mm-hmm.
1: so I'm not using this as a direct um, comparison, but yeah, like when celebrities die, people will post things like, "Oh, you know, I'm so sad," and it just seems fake to me. So yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: I I try to. I try to minimize like the amount of stuff that I post like when a celebrity dies. Uh the only time I I normally post anything is when I feel like that celebrity had an impact on my life. Like right? Chester Bennington yes. I, when yeah. he passed away, like there was no way I wasn't going to be able to say anything because he impacted my life so much. Mm-hmm. He changed he changed the the probably the course of my life and like the music that I enjoy today is because of him. So I just, I feel I, and Avicii as well, when he passed yeah. away, music's yeah. a big part of a lot of people's lives, but a part of my life, I listened to several hours of music every day. And Avicii was one of the earlier, uh, EDM bands that I guess I found myself listening to and enjoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't feel like a ton of connection to him. So I didn't post a lot about it, but I threw up a simple little post saying, you know, rest in peace. You were taken from the world too soon. And I posted my favorite song. Mm-hmm. I didn't go crazy for it or like try to come up with some crazy story about how like I listened to him first. I just wanted yeah. to share, you I, know,
1: I do feel like most people don't do it out of a selfish reason. Most people there are some people that th- some do, people though. do. And sometimes you can even tell because you just know their personality. Right. And you just know that they, they want attention. Right. Uh, But yeah, I mean, back to the whole specific instance we're talking about, I I believe that most people are just doing that to feel like they're part of a community and they're they're supporting their community. And maybe the people who, some people who are doing this are actually doing something. Mm -hmm. And another thing to consider is that not everybody can do something. So that's like the only thing they can do. And even though it's not really anything physically it's more of like an emotional thing or like a supportive thing for the community i mean i remember i think people almost everybody who did that still has that going uh but there was a time when i was looking at like my my nine friends on facebook um it was like all those people and i was like wow like so many people changed their picture and it is it does show that You know, people come together and they do care in at least some way. But I understand that you know it's not a tangible.
2: I just think it's the lowest level of showing support.
1: Yeah, it is because you're not (laughs) doing anything. No, I
2: I think to show support there needs to be some action behind it. Right. Or but it's not bad. Genuine support, I guess. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely not a bad thing. It it you know not at all. I just I feel like there are better ways of doing it, and I don't. See myself ever participating,
1: right? And I mean, I don't either. Even though I have a, you know, slightly more positive view on it, and I don't, I can't really tell you why. I just, I guess, I agree with you, but I also realize that, you know, the people who are doing it are doing it for their own reasons, and I, yeah, giving them the benefit of the doubt, I guess, that right? They're just doing it to be supportive to the community, and it doesn't hurt anybody, you know. I agree. Okay.
2: Now that we're on the same page, <laughs> let's move on to song of the week. All right. Let's do it. So what did you bring for song of the week this week? Something meaningful, I hope. Something that maybe stems from your childhood or mm. maybe has some significant Strong, meaning in your life.
1: Yeah. Well, I know you're saying that because uh I told you already that uh I had, hadn't even heard this song because this was another week, man, where I just did not listen to music, you know? i I, I just not listening to new music lately, so what it I did... not have to be new music. You could
2: pick an old song but that I, you like.
1: My Spotify lists are done. They're done. I have, like, hundreds of songs on these lists. I've already shown everyone what I want to show them while still staying true to the, like, not mainstream people that everybody already knows. So... With that being said, all I did was I went to the related artists because I wanted to show up I wanted to show people who are similar to Jukebox the Ghost who, by the way I listened to a lot after last week's Song of the Week Um, I really liked their album, I listened to it twice through, definitely had fun vibes, Queen vibes Um, I'm really gonna I actually legitimately think I'm going to be listening to that album quite often
2: just the most recent one? Yeah. Or,
1: well, yeah. I might go back. I mean, I didn't uh, listen to any of the old, older stuff of theirs. Yeah. But um, yeah, the newest album looks looks really good, or and is really good. I will definitely be listening to it. So again, all I did was I just put a related artist in there, uh, and I don't even know what it is. So what is it again?
2: <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> it's moscow by Otto Hart.
1: yes and uh it seemed like they were a little bit more not underground but they didn't have a lot of uh views or they didn't have a lot of
2: monthly listens on Spotify.
1: yeah monthly listens basically is what i'm trying to say and so uh we kind of listened to this song and thought it was pretty good so here's a little piece of that to see if you guys like it too again that's Moscow by Otto Hart. I'm standing,
2: observing, cruising. Star bright, crystals are forming. We both know what we've got to do. Head back to where the magic grew. Come on, let's go back to Moscow. Your resolution
1: doesn't suit you. Something I was thinking of while we were listening to that uh, 30-second snippet was that this falls under, and Jukebox the Ghost does too, it falls under the genre piano rock, which is something I had no idea that I actually like, loved to the core because it embodies a lot of things that I've already mentioned that I like in music, which is that like natural, minimal-sounding track that still manages to like give you this really great experience um and just from that little piano intro it made me think of that i was I'm, just I'm i was it. just
2: thinking that this song doesn't sound as minimal as jukebox the ghost
1: no not it, quite it still it's has a, a minimal
2: vibe to it but i feel like there are a few more layers to this than there was to your jukebox song
1: yeah he was related a little bit down the list but uh Look, it sounded like it was some pretty good stuff.
2: I uh, I just realized that your song of the week last week was Jukebox the Ghost. Right. That's the second time you've done an artist with the word jukebox in the name. You did. uh, uh oh, po- postmodern, post-modern jukebox. jukebox. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my first songs. I think it was. Might yeah. have been the first song. Uh, I don't know if it was your first song, it but was I, I th- I think think first it was definitely in the first three. Yeah, it was close to the beginning.
1: Yeah. That's true. What are the odds? Now my next song of the week is going to be Jukebox Hero. I bet you guys have never heard this one, but you got
2: to listen. All right, Joe, so which one do you have for us today? So mine comes with a little bit of a story, as it normally does. This has a lot of significant meaning in my life. <laughs> no, um, I think we might have mentioned him before on the podcast. Uh, there's a YouTuber named Logan Paul, and he's been very controversial ever since he really became popular because he he's not a very good role model for kids uh yeah that's his demographic right he does a lot of stupid stuff and uh he's he's in the public eye for the wrong reasons uh he he went to japan and like did a video in the suicide force and like showed a dead body on his vlog and like disrespected it and then he was like in Japan, like in areas where you're supposed to be quiet, and he was like throwing pokeballs at people, pretending to catch them like they were Pokemon, because Japan's where Pokemon's from. And he's in his mid twenties, and he's just he's disrespectful, and he's 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 not a good guy. I, I would not, not at all. let your children watch him or look up to him because he's no good. So he did a song called, I think it was called Handlebars. And uh, back in the, I think it was early 2000s, the band Flowbots released a song called Handlebars. Uh, Basically, everyone from my generation should at least recognize it. Everyone from the millennial generation should recognize it. It was very popular. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, that type of thing. Um, And Logan Paul's song basically used the exact same beat... And he never credited Flowbots or anything like that. And his song was called Handlebars. But he changed the lyrics from I can ride my bike with no handlebars to I can ride your girl with no handlebars. And then proceeds to, like, diss dis these guys he's talking to, talking about how, like, he could get with their girls if he wanted right. to. And then in the music video, he's, like, literally riding a bike made of girls yeah like one of them is like like, very blatant on it on her hands and knees and he's like sitting on her back and like another one's like standing up and he's like has his hands on her shoulders like he she's the handlebars or whatever which he just said he could ride without the handlebars (laughs) or whatever but anyway it it completely objectified women by literally referring to them as an object and then riding them like they were an object like they were a bicycle
1: he's trying to be like Really cool. Yeah. And in doing so, he's doing the exact opposite. He just... He's so lame. He
2: really is lame. Just a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, all I can really say about him. He's a bad guy. Yes. So, the Flowbots saw this, and they came out with a response to his No Handlebars song. And uh, unlike Logan Paul, the lead singer of the Flowbots is very skilled, and he has very good flow and he knows how to structure uh bars together to make things sound good and flow and have a good message so his response is naturally a hundred times better than logan paul's no handlebars Mm -hmm. so i've chosen FlowBot's response to logan paul's no handlebars the name of the song is handle your bars so here's 30 seconds of that I fix it now You can't handle bars so you mangle R mm-hmm. you split the spokes Now they're sticking out Like Pinocchio's Nose that glows And twist around Hokey flows You keep pissing out Just to get the crowd To buy merchandise With our words inscribed on them That doesn't seem right I think this clown here Deserves some pies on him. I'll put these rhymes In my first advice column If you like someone Don't blatantly bite from them If you like women Don't make a bite from them God, sorry if I sound Too doogity But for the sake Of our community huh? I'ma take the opportunity To let you know There's another stage After puberty mm-hmm. Watch out, watch out Hold up, hold up What'd you think? I thought it was really good,
1: and I really like the last part of it. it like, "Watch out! Watch out! Hold up! Hold up!" <laughs> of course, that's your favorite part. It is.
2: <laughs> I I like his his rhyming scheme a lot. Like he makes up words that still yep. sound like they could be real words. Like I know "do goody is like there's a fr- like like that's a phrase or whatever. Yeah, like, do gooder. Yeah, uh, but he used like "do goodie" to rhyme with "community." I don't know. He he does cool stuff like that. Earlier on in the song, he makes up a few other words to fit his fit the rhyme scheme Mm -hmm. um and yeah i just thought it was a really great response there's another line in there about um this is a woman or this is a girl this is a bike like separating the two like they're not the same they're not both objects and then he says this is a child this is a mind and then he talks about paying attention to the child and paying attention to the mind it's really good the whole track is awesome so i recommend it I know Jake's getting old and doesn't appreciate rap as much anymore, but it's all right. <laughs> I'm just dissing you I can, for no reason. I can, come on, come out with the response track. Respond to that. I will. Yo,
1: and it's going to start with Jake
2: is old. He doesn't watch out.
1: Watch out. Hold up. Can hold <laughs> have all those background singers in it? Like Hercules.
2: Ooh. Yeah. yeah the sassy, mm-hmm. sassy background singers. That's
1: right. That's what I like. <laughs> So now that Song of the Week is a thing of the past, let's continue on our tidbits Tidbits. by talking about our next two things. The first of which is, oh, would you leave your SO if they became paralyzed or other physical issues or mental issues? Tidbits. So I'm going to have to turn this over to you early because I'm kind of curious, like, what made you think of this.
2: What made me think of this? Okay, mm. well, I recently saw a post on Reddit yep. of a groom that was able to walk down the aisle with his wife after he'd been paralyzed and told that he was never going to be able to walk again. I
1: didn't see the video, but I saw the Headline. She
2: uh, she helped them up out of the wheelchair and, like, helped them walk down the aisle to stand at the front for their wedding. It was really nice. It was really cool to see uh, that she supported them so much. I naturally dug down into the comments and started reading what other people had to say about it. And there were some people saying that they didn't know if they would be able to stay with their significant other if they were to get in an accident or something that paralyzed them or left them mentally handicapped or something along those lines so it just got me thinking like would would I would you that makes me
1: mad that makes me so mad that people would even contemplate that like you clearly haven't been with someone long enough and I th- I feel to think like this guy he needs a wheelchair right but so what dude so what? And and then he was able to, to walk at his wedding. And then someone take, the, what someone takes from that is, oh, man, I don't know if I could do that.
2: What a jerk. Okay, so let's take marriage out of the equation then. Let's say, like, these people had been dating for a couple of years, and then something happens, and mm-hmm. it leaves them paralyzed, and their quality of life is a lot lower. Then what do you think?
1: I think, like, it really depends on—it might depend on how long you've been with them. I don't think it. you have to be with someone too long to, like, know if you want to be with them, I guess.
2: How long do you think you have to be with someone to know this is someone I could spend the rest of my life with? Maybe
1: a couple years. Have but you it's seen not the show long.
2: How I Met Your Mother? Um, he dated so many different women because yeah. he couldn't decide who he wanted to be with.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know.
2: Like six months? A mm-hmm. year? Two oh, years? no. I think
1: six months is probably way too soon. Yeah. Um. Probably... So you think anyone who gets married
2: before six months is doing it badly?
1: I guess it depends on your, your situation and your personality. But, I mean, if you meet somebody and get to know them, date them, and propose, and be married within six months, in my opinion, and I feel like the majority of people's opinions... That's wicked. Soon
2: it is really soon. I would never do that.
1: Like you don't even know. Six months isn't enough time to just like. I feel like the people who do that have a completely different mentality about marriage. They 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 are totally cool with marrying someone and then learning about them, like and then like okay, let's see what I got myself into.
2: That's (laughs) kind of like. That's kind of how arranged marriage works and that's something Mm. that's like been happening for a long time and in a lot of cases works yeah so i mean maybe it's not as bad as we seem to think it is anyway we're distracted from the point
1: yeah so look i think that if you're in a committed relationship with somebody uh, i'll use my relationship as an example i'm uh, two and a half years in with
2: Adria, two and a half years into your sentence, with another 60, <laughs> 70, 80 years to go.
1: Oh yeah, and if she got in an accident that left her paralyzed, uh, like in in this in this case where she'd have to have a wheelchair or something, I wouldn't leave her because of that. Like I've been with her enough to care about her enough to take that quote unquote hit. Where
2: quote unquote hit? Why quote unquote?
1: Because. It's kind of rude to not say quote-unquote because then you're just it is, taking it, it a
2: is, hit. It is kind of a hit, though. I guess, it, it's but it's worth it. It's the dynamic of your relationship forever in a major way.
1: Yeah, but if you, I if said, you cared about a person... It not have to
2: be a bad thing.
1: If you cared about a person enough, I feel like you would never even consider that. I feel like it's really selfish. So even if you had a conversation beforehand with your significant other, uh, hey, you know, if I ever get paralyzed, you can... Find someone else. like I, And no one has those conversations. Even then, I feel like it's a little, I don't know, it's rude. It's selfish. It's, it's not do-goody. It's not do-goody. <laughs> it's not ideal.
2: Okay, so here was some of the people's logic on Reddit. And I'm not saying I agree with this, and I'm not saying I disagree with this. This was just their opinion. If you think that now that they're paralyzed, you can't be happy anymore. If if that's something you think and you're just unhappy, how is it fair to the other person that you stay with them, even though you're unhappy, and rid them of the chance of maybe finding someone who accepts them as they are and wants to be with them? <laughs> In this
1: scenario, you're a bad person. You realize that? You, you, me? Not you. Oh. <laughs> In this scenario, you're a bad person. If If your train of thought is like this, like, oh, I can never be happy now.
2: But that's, I mean, what, the, okay, so even if they're a bad person for having that <laughs> thought, does it make it wrong to leave? The The question is, is it wrong to leave your significant other for that? Whether or not the, the I preceding is. thoughts are right or wrong is leaving wrong.
1: I think it is. Sure. I mean, I guess the only exception would be if you both came to, like, this mutual understanding, but... I I just, I feel like that wouldn't happen.
2: So why is leaving someone for like habits that they have that bother you? I feel like there's a very short window.
1: If you leave someone for a bad habit, you know,
2: you got like a couple months. Like a Seinfeld scenario where she has man hands or something like that and you just can't be with them anymore.
1: Right. People who are that shallow who are like, oh man, I don't like the way her fingernails look. That's first date, you know, then whatever, be a shallow loser, whatever. But if you're (laughs) with somebody for like three months or four months and then you're like, nah, it's because of those fingernails, I can't handle it. You know what I mean? That's a really weird thing.
2: What if it's something more than just fingernails? Say it's like it's taken you six months to a year to realize that this person is just bitter and negative and you don't work with them and you see things continuing to get worse and then it's just going to go nowhere but downhill how is that different than leaving someone because you don't want them to be unhappy because you're unhappy i feel like leaving because you're unhappy and so you're leaving so they're not unhappy is less selfish than being like well, this person and I don't get along anymore. I'm leaving because we're just not compatible. I feel like that's more selfish.
1: I don't know. I don't know. You I disagree? guess the bitter, your example with like, oh, this person's bitter and it might take some time for you to realize their a train of thought, you know, how they right. interpret things. That's understandable because, I mean, that would, that would actually like fundamental on, on, Like a spiritual level and an emotional level uh, impact your life, but to me, like a physical problem, like uh, like being handicapped from the weight or paralyzed from the waist down or whatever, even though that can cause some emotional and like I guess spiritual stress.
2: Yeah, it could um, like psychologically drain you.
1: I I don't I still don't think it's a good enough reason on its own. There might be some things that are, like, related to that. You know, because my SO is paralyzed, she acts like this. Or because she's paralyzed, I have to do this and it's too much, then hire somebody else. You know what I mean? I just kind of had that thought mid-sentence. But I don't know. I guess uh, in most cases, I would just find that uh, inexcusable and selfish.
2: So is there no good reason to leave in that scenario where someone... Where your significant other is paralyzed. I, you're, or are you're something.
1: abandoning them. You're abandoning okay, them. Okay, so
2: let me pose this question. I just I thought of as we were talking about this. Let's say your significant other mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep saying significant other. I could just say Adria because you have a significant other. I do. Let's say Adria goes into a coma. Yep that she you stay with her she's been in the coma for months now the doctors say she's not brain dead she can definitely come out of this coma and she can live a normal life and be exactly as she was before she'll Mm -hmm. be okay but let's say she's then in the coma for six months or like a year or like a year and a half she just hasn't come out of this coma Mm -hmm. how long do you stay with her before you make the decision until
1: she dies
2: so you would just you like, say for real? You would just freeze your whole life, yes. like there's a chance that she never ever comes out of this coma again. Yes. And you would just continue to stay with her. I know this is making me sound <laughs> like a bad person. I'm not. I'm, saying, I'm surprised. I'm not saying I would leave. I'm, okay. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay. And I wanna, You should I, definitely I wanna, reiterate
1: that at I, all. Yeah. Times.
2: I really need to reiterate <laughs> the fact that I'm playing devil's advocate. For the most part, I agree with you. Yeah. There's been a few little things that I may disagree with a little bit. All right. But luckily I'm able to avoid saying my opinions <laughs> by posing the questions to you. Oh, that's what this is. No, uh I just I I'm not saying that this is what I would do at all. I'm just saying, is there a point you get to where you're like she would want me to find someone else instead of living literally the rest of my life just hoping that maybe she'll come out of it.
1: I think that's that's a cop out. I think really when you say she would want me to you're saying, you're saying it i yourself. want to
2: right i can see that. and for sure. i'm
1: sure they would appreciate your loyalty like if i was in a coma for three years and i found out adria was just like by my side the whole time that would just do nothing but strengthen the relationship
2: okay and i'd be so appreciative but if she left i'd be i'd be else, very you, i'd be angry you'd be angry of course would i be would understanding at all
1: um not really because i'm so one-sided on this okay so i'd be so upset
2: here's here's another like comparison how does it really differ she's in a coma mm-hmm. for two years she can't respond to you she can't interact with you or anything she's just in that coma mm-hmm. or she is alert and she's interacting with you like 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 a normal human being, but she starts to shut you off and communicates with you less and less to the point where she's not necessarily making you miserable or you're making her miserable. She's ignoring There's you? There's just no... Right. There isn't the same connection that there used to be. Because is that, that more is acceptable? different. Yes, How it is. How is it different? Because
1: that's... That's because that's a relationship thing. That's natural deterioration. Okay. That's like documented phases of a relationship, and when it's turning bad, people ignore, and that's because they've given up. And that is completely different because that's when relationships just end. You you need to try. You know, if both people in this scenario they're able bodied, they're you know, there's nothing. Wrong with them in this case. It's just the relationship itself is not working when both parties have both tried so much that they're both mutually deciding that you know what I don't even want to bring up my grievances anymore. I'm just gonna ignore this. Mm. That's clearly unhealthy. That's that's reached the phase in the in the relationship where I feel like that's probably make or break at that point. Like you either need to change drastically or or go. I think that is completely different because again, it's just to reiterate that it's is part of the natural deterioration of relationships and it's not an an occurrence that's completely outside of it.
2: Okay. Let me pose another question. Okay. And I'm like again, I'd like to reiterate (laughs) I'm not saying this is how I feel. Do you agree that loyalty and a strength of a relationship fades over time without interaction.
1: Okay, I will disclose that this is the longest relationship I've ever been in.
2: I'm not specifically saying like someone you're dating. I'm saying yeah. friendships. Let's say oh, friendships. you and me. Okay. Let's say you moved to the other side of the country. We okay. never got to see each other anymore. Yep. Uh, we still play games online together uh, but over the next like two years that dwindles down to the point where we're not playing games online together anymore. We stop interacting with each other Mm -hmm. we stop talking and to the point where we're like we're still friends on facebook but that's about it we don't interact anymore yeah would you say that that is like i I guess i'm asking is that something that happens like is that normal is that well
1: i think it that's definitely normal and and that's part of the same kind of natural deterioration of relationships where at a friend level it, it just um your interests are no longer aligned or something as little as your location uh, becomes such a major aspect of it because we wouldn't be able to physically like hang out and do things. Um, So interaction, that's okay.
2: Interaction is what causes relationships or friendships to continue. It allows them to stay strong. So Mm -hmm. if someone's in a coma for years and you're unable to interact with them, what is there to continue the same... What's there to let that bond continue? What's there to to keep you as strong as you used to be? If See, there's no interaction, it, I, it seems like it would be natural for that friendship or relationship to fade over time.
1: I understand. I understand the correlation, but it's not comparable directly because the other person's not making like conscious decisions just as you are because they're in a coma. You know, this is...
2: I don't think a conscious decision or not has anything to do with it. It's the lack of communication, right? Whether or not it's a conscious it's decision, it's not their fault there's in still any no way. Communication.
1: When there's two friends in our in our scenario, where if I moved away, we just kind of slowly stop stop hanging out, stop playing games, stop doing things. Then that's just like you know, we're both adults. We're both living. We both have lives. Uh, it, it, that's just. I okay, can't stop saying it because that's a right. natural deterioration. Well, you're, you're, you're still both...
2: giving me the reason behind the separation. Okay, I'm, I'm looking f- at the result of the separation. Mm-hmm. You, whether or not it's because we move apart or because someone's in a coma, there's still separation that yeah. would eventually cause deterioration in a relationship. I'm it, not looking at the cause. Yeah, I'm looking okay. at the effect. Okay, so the it effect would... of that separation. Do you not see that getting to a point? Where it's enough that I you're like, this relationship isn't a relationship to me anymore.
1: I think I, I see what you're saying. I mean, because you would eventually feel yourself, you would just feel less and less attached right. to that person.
2: And they're not there to, like, say any differently. And, right. And it's like, what am I doing this for? I'm not because because there's still hope getting anything out of this, but it's kind of true. You're not getting anything out of that relationship anymore.
1: You're not, but there's still hope because in the situation, the doctor says that you know it's very likely that she will come out of it. She's not brain dead, so I feel like it would be a betrayal ultimately to to leave them, and it would still be selfish because it's not like a mutually decided thing, as in our other scenarios. It's just it's a one sided thing. They can't help their situation. And you gotta put yourself in their shoes and you'd be like, you know, how would I want me to act if I were in this situation? That's where I'm coming from there. So even then, I, I, I absolutely agree that I would feel in this scenario, uh, less attached, but I would still hang on to I really think that I would still hang on to that hope um that she would end up coming out of it, and then be able to build up from there, because nothing would change to prevent that build up from happening again. In in most cases, um,
2: I just for the record, I would do the same thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave. I would completely stay by Michaela's side if she was in a right. coma for thirty years. I, I feel
1: like, I feel like if you're in I feel like if you really would consider not doing that, then you shouldn't even be with the person to begin with. You haven't formed a connection with them strong enough to last. If you're right. even considering the fact, oh, I don't know if I could do this. Right. You know? But again, I haven't had really like a, a long-term relationship this I, uh, again, I'm only two and a half years in with Adria. that's my longest relationship, so I don't know I haven't reached any bitter stage yet so I,
2: I keep coming back to the point that I made in my mind about the 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 separation causing deterioration of the relationship and the point we just made about or the point you made about uh not staying you you're you're not with them for the right reason or they you know maybe you shouldn't be with, with them to begin with that that's a good that that is a solid point when you have a strong relationship with someone mm-hmm. but if the relationship has deteriorated and there's no connection anymore that might not be how you feel it's how you feel now because you have that type of relationship where you think I would never ever consider leaving her because you have that bond and you are, your your relationship is so strong where it is but if the relationship has slowly de- deteriorated and faded over time You might find yourself thinking differently. You might find yourself in a place where you're like, this isn't a relationship.
1: I could find myself differently, but I think a lot of these situations is depending on like how you would feel in the situation. Right. But I can't help but to think about how the other person would feel, the person in a coma, when they wake up. And
2: I mean, it wouldn't really be any different than just breaking up with them. Yeah, it would. being in a coma doesn't because feel like breaking a long up, period of time for them
1: breaking up like you can most of the time you can kind of see happen and it's depending on the reasons it's like kind of understandable but in the in this situation it's just i don't know we're just going to talk in circles here i think i
2: i yeah i and i'm like i said i'd like to reiterate a final time <laughs> playing devil's advocate i would stay with michaela um if she became paralyzed, I would also stay with Michaela. Right. I love her, and I'm like, you know, I'm saying all this to like
1: <laughs> just in case, <laughs> <laughs>
2: just in case she decides to listen. No, I'm I'm, I'm serious. I, yeah. I I wouldn't leave her, and you know, uh, the the point of separation it would definitely exist. Yeah. And yeah. I would feel the relationship fading, but in the back of my mind, I would know that she and I work, and yes. we have a, we had a good relationship. So when she comes out of that. I know that we will be able to have a good relationship again. Exactly. Although now that I'm saying that, people change over time. And people change together. Michaela and I now are different than we were when we got together seven or eight years ago. Right. We have changed in a way that still works. We, you know, we're still compatible because we've changed over time together. If someone's in a coma, Mm. they're not changing. They're going to go in static and come out at the it, static. They will be the same way they were coming out of the coma mm. that they were going in, but you won't because time will have still It'll passed for you and on things your own. could change. Yeah, so you will thing. be a different person than that person going into a coma. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a reason enough to decide this isn't going to work because I'm different now. I don't want her I don't want her or him to come out of that coma and see me as a completely different person. I want them to remember me as I was, so maybe I shouldn't put. And again, that sounds like a cop out. It does. I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm just <laughs> rattling off. I
1: understand that that's that's actually a good viewpoint. I wouldn't have thought of that. Well, that question took significantly longer than expected, so uh, we decided that we're going to cut out that fourth question and save that for another time. On tidbits. Oh yes, tidbits.
2: So, um we got two more episodes. Yeah, two more episodes until the nine end. and 60. We Potentially
1: got, having a guest? We
2: have a guest lined up for the finale. Okay. And I know we haven't had as many guests on as we said we were going to. Maybe, who knows, maybe we can squeeze a guest on uh, next week and hmm. then the final episode as well. We'll see how things pan out. So that's about it, guys. This is episode 58. Two more. We're taking the summer. We're going to kick back we're going to relax.
1: Dude, I'm going to go from having five classes, work, and the podcast to just having to worry about work.
2: <laughs> work in PUBG. Baby. Yeah. I'm
1: going to have so much time, it's going to
2: be amazing. You're going to catch up to me in hours on PUBG. Probably.
1: <laughs> Probably.
2: It's not like we're going to be gone for the whole summer because we'll be nah, it's just
1: like a month, I think.
2: It's 2 months that we two normally months? do. Nice. Uh it'll be most of May. And then June, and then part of July. Mm. So we'll still be back for half of July and August and September. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it, guys. This is Joe. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I always say I'm not. You do that say all it. the time. And then I do it every single episode. <laughs> I don't know episode. why I said that. This is Joe. <laughs> Catch you later, boy. <laughs> Jake, I'm waiting for you to say goodbye.
1: Goodbye. goodbye.
2: goodbye (laughs) what are we doing let's end this thing